Hello, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. You have made it to level 6. I'm your host, Kenny, and thank you for joining. We have an awesome show for you tonight, and I'm excited to get going. But first, I want to introduce my co-hosts. First up, we have a man who, when he drives a car off the lot, the price increases. Ryan, the Mighty Mango. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Well, getting my getting my work into this, huh? Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Next, we have the old man of the group, L, a.k.a. Big L. How's it going, bud? I'm hungry. Yeah, what's new? Eat your Oreo. Mm. Do you like regular Oreos or double stuff? Double stuff. Is that even a question? Nope. Not really. And lastly, and certainly the least, we have Corey, the rocker dude, 5012. How's it going? Ooh, achievement. Hey. <laughs> All right, so before we get to the main portion of the show, we want to give a shout-out to the community milestones in our... Proclamation point! This week we have a short list, and that list starts with Mr. Prue. He hit 600,000 TA today. Or yay, the other day. Yay, yay, the worst, the worst host ever. Woo! <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Next on our list... P-Tart TX. And she has reached 375 completed games. Yay! Pretty! You've gone over food three times now. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> Last but not least is the mightiest of mangoes. Mighty Mango. Mm. And he's reached a new milestone of 3,000 games played. Holy cow. Wow. Yay. That's the bank account achievement. What do you What do you have to say for yourself for that one? I, I'm a loser. No, no, no. That's pretty cool. I, I, did, I did do something cheesy for game number 3,000. I played that Zen game, and the first achievement you get in the game is a new me is the name of the achievement. Mm. Ah, nice. <laughs> That's different. You, I usually hear people getting achievements for specific uh, gamer score milestones, <laughs> not yep. for games. So, ha! Setting a new standard. He has to be different. All right. Congrats to everyone with those milestones, even though it was a short list this week. All right. So, we're going to get on to our community questions. The first one that we have is Do you ever wish the game you're playing? had more difficult achievements. What do you think, Ryan? Well, when I saw this question, I was kind of confused as to what they wanted for difficult. Is it difficult skill or difficult time? Because a game like Graw is not hard. It just, you have to dump a ton of time into it. Same thing with, like, Gears, which the seriously achievement, I said it right now instead of just serious achievement, um, it's another time sink achievement. I... I I'm kind of over the time sink achievements, but I don't mind skill-based ones. A difficult skill one, I mean, then it actually separates who's good at the game and who's not. You don't want another time sink like Clicker Heroes? <laughs> no, I'm tired of time. I'm tired of the freemium time sinks. Just I'm over it. Just over it. Well, for me, I'm kind of yes and no. It de- it depends on the game. I do like the achievements that are based on skill, and it kind of makes you feel good about yourself when you when you unlock them. Like, for instance, the expert achievements on the Guitar Heroes and Rock Bands. 
it's pretty cool when you unlock them. It's just like, yay, I'm good at the game. If only I could play real instruments. But then there are the games where you just want it to be easy just so you can complete it and get it out of the way, like Energy Cycle or something like that. You don't want a hard one. I don't want to, you know, beat the game in under 15 minutes or something crazy. Just get it done, get the 1,000, get it out of the way. L, what do you think? I think that occasionally it's fun to play a cheap and easy one- to two-hour game, just some mindless entertainment. And sometimes it's fun to play hard games and challenge yourself and get those hard achievements. But I don't really think there's any games where I wish there were harder achievements because there's just uh, so many games in the backlog and just so many other games to play that you could just go on to a harder game if you want or uh, a medium game (laughs) if you want. Um, Maybe a game that could have had a little bit more difficult achievements was Inksplosion the last achievement was to defeat I believe one enemy on the hardest difficulty but I kind of think at this point the devs are putting these easy games out on purpose to try to get us to buy them and Corey do you like them hard (laughs) well if you put it that way then I say no (laughs) but achievements achievements (laughs) (laughs) um Achievements, yeah, it's achievements. Obviously. I, when it comes to games and hard achievements, I think they're fine where they're at. Um, I don't think they need to be any harder. Uh, if anything, there's a very small select amount of games that I wish there were more achievements to. Um, Skate 3 comes to mind once I've completed that. I still play it occasionally. It'd be nice if there was more achievements for it. Um, I mean, I could do hard achievements on that one too because I think that would be fun. But yeah, most games... They don't need to be harder. It's fine. And for our next question, what effort do you make to avoid missing discontinued achievements, such as intense boosting, petitioning the developers, stuff like that? Personally, I have no real opinion of this. I don't go out of my way to really worry about them. I play the games I want to play. So, Mango, why don't we start with you? Uh, For what I've done for the intense achievements... Or just trying to miss out on discontinuance. I used to like email developers in the past, um, Twitter. Um, I've done for NBA, I think it was 2007, where you had to have the 1,000 gamers on at the same time, which is a really stupid achievement. I, I know that there was a huge effort, and that was when before TA was even around. It was on uh, done by uh, X360A at the time. So got that one, but... The amount of effort that went through, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> There's so many games out there that if I don't get an achievement in a game, oh well. I got three billion other games I can play, so not a not a problem anymore. But I do understand completionists where they want to finish their games. I'm not going to stop playing a game because there's not an achievement I can get. L, what do you do? Well, I definitely have from time to time not started a game because of discontinued or unobtainable achievements. I mean, if it's a game I really wanted to play, I wouldn't care. But there's just so many games out there that are completable that I would tend to prefer to start those. Um, I have tweeted developers in the past. Um, Ryan, did you have any successful Twitter responses from any developers? Uh, for um, a couple of the... Well, actually, um, Need for Speed Pro Street and Carbon, uh, they were. I was one of the people that tweeted about getting the forget what it's called but it was the second month or 
second season achievement available as well as the moderator achievement. They actually replied back saying if I want asking if I wanted to be a moderator for the game so I could give out the moderator oh, achievement. Wow, so that's cool. I did that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, as far as intense boosting sessions, I tend to love them. I know a lot of people don't like multiplayer achievements, but I've met so many cool people and I've even met you guys due to boosting sessions on TA and through our communities. Oh, I wish I was one of the cool people. I just have to settle for being uncool. Yeah, I actually met you and everyone else in the community through a boosting set through the Titanfall boosting session. Oh, I guess I don't like them anymore. <laughs> well, screw you. <laughs> Corey, do you do anything to avoid them? Uh, not really. They do suck because we have to explain to L what's really happening, and then he really wants to play them. <laughs> And then I have to say no. <laughs> no, no, no. Otherwise, I, I don't really care. <laughs> They're just achievements I'm not going to get anyways. All right. Uh, next question. If you could go back in time and rewrite any one achievement, which one would you choose and how would you cha change it? For me personally, since we just mentioned Titanfall, I would do too legit to quit. I would change it in two ways. The first, I would, it would be more on the game side, and that's add a freaking warning to it. It's the achievements where you have to get the Gen 10 without a Ford certificate. There should be some sort of warning in the game that says, hey, you buy this, this certificate, you can't get the achievement. You can very easily lock yourself out of that by not knowing. And then the second way I would change it Give us some freaking gamer score. You do all this work, spend so much time on this, and get zero points. Just kind of slaps you in the face for for doing all that work. Forgot that was a zero pointer. Oh, it's so annoying. Mango, you got one. Um, I would say celebrity, celebrity or true elite in Kane and Lynch, which is also they are both zero point achievements. Um, and they are done based off of true skill rankings, which is always so much fun because it's old Xbox. Uh, I think if I recall correctly, Celebrity was if you were if you got to play as Lynch and True Elite is when you get to play as Kane, so it's the main character in the game. But you basically have to sit and play and play and play and play and play over and over and over again until you get ranked up enough. But of course, there's people that do. It's almost like a leaderboard achievement or a belt achievement where. You have people blocking from access to the achievement. So the only way I got it, I got it on the Japanese version and the PC version uh, because I was able to play at the hours that the server got reset. So I was able to not have to play a lot to get it. But uh, we used we used like 16 accounts to do it. Um, but the US version was impossible. It filled up. It It basically ended up being... Uh, the people that were blocking were letting people get the achievement and then cycle through everybody. It was ridiculous and stupid. That's wonderful. And yeah, yeah, they're both zero point achievements. It would be one where I would say you could just maybe play through the game, finish it on career on a difficulty, and then you can use that character whenever. Because as soon as you lost the rank in the game, you weren't able to play as them anymore. Yeah, so very stupid. And once again, 
super grind zero point achievements yeah that's horrible you got one Corey. i do i'm pulling from recent memory here and you guys are going to make fun of me there's an achievement and its ratio is 1.15 and i hate this achievement i don't have it and it is the achievement called white in the game assemblance i agree this is so stupid. Why does it have to be so precise? And why can't I get it? Uh, you have to do this very intricate... I say intricate. It's really like counting 17 seconds or something like that. And then look at a spot on the wall. Uh, but you have to like do a whole two-minute prequel thing before that. And if you mess up, you have to do it again. So... I don't know how many times I've tried this at this point, but I've kind of just given up on it. The last achievement in the game that you're going to unlock pretty much if you follow the guide like I did. And, I mean, it's free. it says you're almost free, which, I don't know, it says white, and I think there's a white shift. There's an achievement for a blue shift. You'd be happy to yep. know that the sequel has the same type of achievement. God. Oh, yippee. You don't have to count down the time, but you have to look at a certain area. And if you don't do it right, it just boots you back and you have to replay that section again. Great. That just sounds lovely. But yeah, I would change that achievement. Just have me do something. Don't put this crazy specific time limit in it. Dumb. I 100% agree. I actually for- forgot about that, or I might have mentioned that. I haven't unlocked it either. It's a, That is an absolute pain. Very stupid achievement. And for next question, what's better or worse in achievement names? Puns or pop culture references? Corey? Simple. Puns are better. All right. Uh, Mango? Uh, puns, because pop culture gets so dated so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I am old. I'm pretty dated. <laughs> yes. I date you. <laughs> you just want us 3,000 games. Yeah, you want to see my collection? It. You get f- it's rather 1,500 of them in the settlement. All right, you then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> L, go get some sun. Well, jeez, oh, uh, man. <laughs> I, sorry, I just looked at you again. My bad. Um, I like puns, of course, but I also love pop culture references. Who doesn't? You guys stink. Um, I love the games that have the achievements actually that have references to other games, such as uh, Borderlands. I believe has one called "My Brother is an Italian Plumber." Um, Kenny probably has no idea what that refers to, but it's a Super Mario it Brothers refers reference. To Luigi, I know that. <laughs> Luigi, that's all. And that's for uh, killing an enemy plumber style, which is to jump on top of their head. And there's something I actually taught Kenny, which is in the game Gears of War, there's an achievement called Is That a Spider? Yes. And that's for killing 100 enemies in ranked matches with grenade tags which is actually based on the Halo uh, Rooster Teeth production called Red vs. Blue. And there's a scene where he gets a sticky grenade stuck <laughs> on him, and he says, is that a spider? 
and <laughs> it's really great. If you haven't seen it, you should. Is that Caboose that kind of Caboose that gets the grenade on him? It's probably Caboose, yeah. <laughs> so that's actually a very <laughs> obscure reference, but I, but I picked up on it. Oh, yeah. Um, another one that comes to mind is in The Walking Dead. There's randomly an achievement called You Fight Like a Dairy Farmer, which is one of the insults from The Secret of Monkey Island. Um, and, of course, I actually wrote a blog back in the day when people wrote blogs on TA about several Monty Python and the Holy Grail uh, achievement references, uh, such as Not Dead Yet and other fun things like that. Oh, what game was the Not Dead Yet one then? Bring out your dead. You want me to look up stuff now? No, I just wondered if you That's a children, children about them. That sounds familiar to me. I think that one is in several games. Um, I think there's another one. Build a bridge out of her. It was in Rise, I think. Is that your dog sneezing? No, he's no, he's just barking at me. I'll take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, there's um, <laughs> Build a Bridge Out of Her was from Rise and None Shall Pass was in Shape Up and oh yeah, Borderlands had another one there are some who call me Earl. Tim no, not Earl, it's Tim <laughs> damn it, my name is Earl that's you, you hick Get out I of feel here. like Borderlands would have a lot of uh, pop culture references well, Borderlands needs pop culture references because the gameplay is... It is. Oh, it is. Borderlands is great. <laughs> oh, it's a snoozer. It is a great game. Hey, Ryan, do you want me to go bring you something and walk across the whole map and maybe find a vehicle? And if I do, I fall off a cliff somewhere and... Oh, my God. You just get lost. Borderlands... No. I... Borderlands, the pre-sequel, has the achievement, Beam Me Up. I mean, come on. You can't oh. get more better pop culture than that. Oh, that's definitely... What is that, Star Wars? I mean, come on now. Yeah, Star Wars <laughs> is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Prue's not listening. And for me, puns are way better. You're wrong, Al. I like puns, and I typically hate pop culture. Although, a couple of those references that you made, I did like. Especially the, is it is that a spider one? See? But typically, puns are better. Well, that's a very punishing answer. Oof. <laughs> All right, then. And with that, let's do the question of the week. What are some of your favorite Games of Gold titles? Tweet us what you think or post in our Discord with your favorites. With that, Corey, what game did you want to talk about? You didn't ask our P-Tart questions, you dope. And before our main topic... We have one more piece of community feedback, but this is a rapid-fire one, and Ryan is going to be the one to read them off. So I threw it out on my feed uh, if anybody had any questions for our, our podcast, and Petart decided to throw out a bunch out at us. So I'm going to do some rapid-fire questions, and we'll get some answers here from everybody. Uh, these are not necessarily gaming-related, but I think they'll be entertaining anyway. So Petart questions. Question one, boxers or briefs? Briefs. Boxers. Boxers. Boxer briefs. Next question. Crunchy or creamy? Creamy. Crunchy. Crunchy. Creamy for me. Mild or spicy? Spicy. 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 Yeah, and spicy here too, even though I'm from Minnesota. Not Minnesota spice. Spicy. spicy. Quiplash. 
All right, bacon or sausage? Is that even a question? Bacon. It is for me. Sausage. Mm. Bacon. Bacon. Muffins or bagels? I don't know. I know what Elle's going to say. Muffins or bagels? <laughs> <laughs> this one's actually tough. I will go with muffins. It's because you have a muffin top. <laughs> bagels. <laughs> muffins. Muffins. And then the final one, and this is her promoting her own little challenge she's having for her birthday. Um, the UHH or the P-Tart birthday challenge. And I know some people did join uh, Gamertag Nation to check out the P-Tart birthday challenge. Uh, I did not see the birthday challenge, so I think by default I have to say UHH. Um, love you, P-Tart, but UHH is amazing. Hey, I signed up for the birthday challenge, so birthday challenge. And I'm going to be the disappointing one. I picked neither. I didn't do the UHH, and I'm not going to be in town for her birthday challenge. Aww. We'll represent you. But you have a Windows phone, and you can unlock achievements in your car. Ah, yeah, if I put a SIM card in it. I'm not going to do that. While you <laughs> while you drive. Yeah, while I'm driving, team. yes, to Nebraska, <laughs> yes. Perfect plan. <laughs> Bring me back some corn, okay? <laughs> they have anything else there um i'll be autocrossing at the national event but all right wear a helmet this time yes 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 all right i'll throw it back to you uh there kenny all right and with that question of the week what are some of your favorite games with gold titles tweet us what you think or post in the discord with your favorites Corey, what what game did you want to talk about yeah, so I wouldn't say this is my favorite games with gold title, but probably my favorite that I've completed that has a pretty good amount of TA behind it, and that is Lara Croft Lara. and the Temple of Osiris. If you've never played this, it is a sequel to The Guardian of Light, and it's, what would you call it? It's isometric, you know, Action. kind of action puzzly that works for me anyways so we meaning l matriarch and our buddy stan we played this as four player co-op online uh i think we hit in the 20-ish hour mark and it was a fun game uh the we all we did so this is how you play the game you go through a tomb and the tomb has side objectives and it, there's some overarching story that you grab things at the end of these tombs, whatever that is, it's, it's okay. Anyways, so that all the achievements are, most of the achievements are tied to these tombs and their side objectives. Um, the hardest side objective in each tomb is the speed run achievement. So we would always do the, we would always do the first run blind because that's you know it's more fun that way and then we would go and get all the side objectives we can which sometimes it required multiple playthroughs just to get the money achievements um and then we always finished up the tombs with the speed run achievements and after you learn the what do you call it the shortcuts and whatnot they actually weren't too bad so the worst part of the game is that it's kind of buggy when you play online and you might have to reboot the game. So 
I mentioned that this game is inflated. It was games with gold, so it's almost a 3.0 ratio, and there's really no need to be. So, you know, it has like 45,000 tracked gamers and just over a thousand completions. So, it's it's not hard. It's just it requires you to have a little bit of skill and then use up the the four player method a couple of times. Um, for example, uh, the l- hardest achievement in the game by TA standards is to finish a tomb in four player local co-op only. So yeah. L, Michelle and Stan all live in close proximity and they were able to do this. No problems. I'm all the way halfway across the country and me and my three other buddies here on my my hand <laughs> and they we all got the achievement together so uh not too hard but it's a 5.2 ratio achievement so super inflated way inflated game's good and i would recommend it to anybody so that would be one achievement i couldn't get considering i only have three controllers you are a bad achievement hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody needs to buy some more controllers. I do. Mine keep breaking. Go get some sun. Oh my god, you and that sun. <laughs> Somebody's been playing uh, World at War. And go get us on so you have someone to play with. Need more controllers. <laughs> L, did you have a game? Or do you just want to continue spouting <laughs> off whatever nonsense? <laughs> Uh, I have a couple quick games to talk about. Uh, the first one is Chariot. Um, that was a Games with Gold that I believe launched as a Games with Gold before it was available for sale. And our own community member, Skeptical Mario, wrote a lot of the guides for this one. Yay, Mario. It's a pretty tricky game. I wouldn't recommend playing it solo. You could play this local co-op. Uh, Michelle and I played... It's got a really, really, really high TA score because the levels are just very long. They could take as long as 20, 40 minutes just for one level. And some of the achievements require going through without you know, without dying. And then there's speed runs. Uh, one cool thing I have to say is that um, when Michelle came over, she couldn't get any of the achievements, but they actually patched the game where the second player... Uh, also gets the achievements along with the first player locally, so that was a cool thing that they did. That, that's good that they did that because I do remember that only one person could get the achievements. Wow! As it stands, this game is worth twelve thousand TA. I just saw that. I actually kind of did a triple take Oof. on that. Holy cow! That reached. Out of fifty-eight thousand people, only seventy-four people have completed it. Wow! So that is not that many. I believe um, two of. No, three of our community members have completed it. Carnage, NBA Kirkland, and Waka Peel. Wow. So <laughs> what happened for, to you? Good for them. Me? I'm ninth place on my friends list, and I only have 3,000 TA in it. So that tells you a lot. Ninth place out of 60. So, yeah. A lot of people get discouraged by this game, including uh, Mighty Mango just uh, dived this game. Yeah, I think I did. So I helped with the with the ratio as well. I dived it also. <laughs> did, you, did you? I got I got yeah, two I achievements mean, in it. And I said, "Nah, I don't want to play this." I actually tried to 
give it a, a go, but I just I wasn't feeling it. Not with one person. I could see where two people would be a fun time, but okay. yeah. And speaking of my favorite type of game, co-op, um, one of the first games with gold, Guacamelee, which takes place in Mexico during the Day of the Dead celebration. And it's a Metroidvania game <laughs> that is four, pl- four players, um, which is the only game that I know of that's a co-op Metroidvania game. Unfortunately, only the host gets... Um, credit for the achievements now this isn't the regular guacamelee right oh no it's the super turbo extreme mediocre championship edition (laughs) (laughs) that just making sure (laughs) and most of the game is actually pretty straightforward there's a couple of hard ones for finding all the orbs Um, but other than that the rest of the game is not so bad but you do have to uh, go through the game twice because there's a hard mode that opens up that you have to complete. So there's two playthroughs. Um, there's also a 360 stack that does not have DLC as a side. Was it, was it Games with Gold too? It was not. Oh, so you actually have to pay for um, it? Yeah, when the 360 yeah, like, have to pay I'm, for I'm considering it. I'm considering it. It's like $15. Is it what if I told you that you pay for Games with Gold, Kenny? Eh, that doesn't count. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Kenny. Oh, but yes. Go get some sun. I got into that coming. You did because you're watching me on video. Continue with your guacamole. Um, I think there's. Oh. Yeah, it is. It is 14.99 on Xbox 360. Oh. oh. Um. Yes. Thank you. I, I. What I was gonna say is that. Um. The achievements only pop for the host. But I played it with Michelle and Michelle's brother, and we actually enjoyed it so much that we actually went through the whole game three separate times to get the achievements for everybody. So we really, really liked the game. So I guess I am considering getting it for the 360, and I'm very sad that Guacamelee 2 is going to be on PS4 first. That's going to be very sad for me. Because you don't have anything else to play? No, I don't. (laughs) Well, more reason to get the 360 version then. I might. Going back to the 360 is hard, though. It's not backwards compatible. Those controllers yeah, are just not quite the same, and it takes a while to boot up the 360. Oh, I just noticed this, too. If you missed it on Games with Gold, it's currently on Xbox Game Pass. Awesome. Game Pass is so great. Only only the one version, though, correct? Yeah. 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 Um, did you want to talk about something, Kenny? No. <laughs> the sun, it burns. <laughs> Crimson da- Dragon, which uh, was an early Games with Gold game, which is in 2013. I actually I believe it was a launch game too, wasn't it? I believe it was, so. I believe it was a launch. It was up there. Yeah, which I paid for it. Apparently I pay for all the free games. So, um, but yeah. Seems smart. Yeah, very smart. S-M-A-R-T smart. <laughs> the uh, very first achievement is a gimme um, you do a barrel roll for lean left or right in the game um, it has a con- speaking of pop culture references yeah do a barrel roll uh, which I'm not going to say what game it's from unless unless you really want me to which is okay I'll say it anyway it's from Star Fox <clears throat> um, 
It has a connected-based achievement by using voice commands, and it's got a really high and inflated ratio there, 3.7 ratio, and all you really have to do is yell at your TV a couple times and you get the achievement, <laughs> uh, which I do have that achievement. Uh, the game, now, some people say it's easy, it's it's quicker, but it's not. It's about a 50-hour game, um, but, I mean, it ends up being a little bit of grind. I have 1,000 out of the 1,500 gamer score in it, and I've got about 20 hours into the game. But the remaining achievements are a little bit long, but almost every achievement in the game other than the gimmies are all inflated because of the games with gold status. It definitely went up when the game went to, to gold. Gold gimme. Yeah, it doesn't help that it was uh, close to launch when there wasn't a lot of games out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean a lot of almost every, a lot of people when they first got the one bought the game, like like myself. It's not a bad game. It was actually pretty good i just haven't gone back to it as with a lot of games has anyone played death squared yet i installed it same all right that that counts Why? that counts it's got inflated ratios too yeah well, i believe there's already guides for all the levels so i imagine if you went through with the guide it's probably not so bad it's just beating all the levels and dying a bunch of times kind of like uh your favorite game lilith m Corey, don't you like that game <laughs> I, I saw Death Square being played at Achievement Fest before there was a lot of guides out, and um, a couple of the girls were playing it, and they were getting pretty frustrated at the game because they knew what they had to do, but it's still kind of tricky. But again, I guess it's not a bad game, and the ratios are a little bit higher because, once again, it was free. Free is always the best. All right. Well, as it stands, the newest Games with Gold on the one is For Honor. I've heard good things about it. That will probably wind up being very inflated. Looks like 45,000 people already have it. Yeah. Count me in if it's boostable. All right. Well, I'm, Boost. I'm downloading it right now, which means it'll be done in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <That> sounds, <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds real good. All right. And that will about do it for our part of the show. Up next, we have a sequential segment with Elroy and Michelle. And Wakapil will have his quickie of the week thrown somewhere in there. Look out for that, that anthem. If you want to contact any of us, you can find us on Twitter, TA, or Discord. When Discord is by far the best place to find us. Best conversations going on all the time. If you need any help with achievements, someone is there that could definitely help you. Especially, you know, Ryan and his 3,000 games. He probably has a game you're trying out <laughs> locally. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and along with that, uh, Corey does a ton of giveaways over in Discord, but you have to be in there to, to see him. And talk to us, too. Yes, and talk. Say hi. Please. We like new people. We're usually friendly. And if you want your milestones right on air... Then send us a friend request on TA so we can track them. And if you want to ask us a question, either you can either message us or tweet us. The show's Twitter account is achievements is at achievements101. Or you can use our community feedback Google Doc, which can be found in our Discord. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Zero. 
legendary sequential segment with Matriarch and Del Royal MJ. This week on a very sequential segment, we are dying to bring you another very sequential segment. This week's list looks uh, looks at the best death achievements out there. This list came out courtesy of Facial DeFleur, who was obviously having a very great week when he requested it in the Discord chat. So, Facial, we hung in there and severed our lists down to the final candidates. We hope that you will bloody enjoy our selections and will pass on what we say to other individuals interested in such lists. With that, we give Facial and the Funky Bunch our top five best death achievements list. But first, it's time for some pleasantries. She is the 175th top-rated gamer in the state of New York of America for action horror games. Personally, I'm more of a horrible game type guy. She is Matriarch. Well, thank you very much, as always, for that rousing introduction. Um, And yes, you are a horrible game kind of guy (laughs) who has no action horror games on your tag. So instead, we'll go with survival horror, where Elroy is ranked 19th in his home state of Tennessee. Top 20, baby. Woo! Well, thank you for that uh, wonderful introduction as well. So, uh, M, do we have any feedback this week? Well, we do, as a matter of fact. Um, Apparently, our last segment was a hit with the dog crowd. After Uh it aired, Rocker said the community needed a picture of Giggle Pig, your dog. Yeah, yeah. To which you, Elroy... Responded mm-hmm. in kind of a picture of Giggle Pig laying in the grass with her oversized tongue hanging out, to which she became a bot, and oh. to which what the freaking fug said that it was not what he thought Giggle Pig looked like, to which I said that Giggle Pig was all tongue, that dog, and that I understood why she could jump over six foot fences, to which you said that next month she would be eight pounds heavier, and that you would post a picture of your reinforced fence, which, sidebar, you never did. And then Professor Pluto. He posted a picture of what I presume to be his dog, although it never is outright stated, although he conceded that the dog in the image he posted could not compete with Giggle Pig in the tongue department. I then got caught up in the moment, so many dogs in one spot, and better understood what Barbie and her sisters went through, and I admitted an awe, and asked Professor what his dog's name was, uh, assuming, once again, that the dog in the photo was in fact the dog, uh, Professor Pluto's dog, Um, although, again, it, it was never outright stated. You then jumped in and stated Professor Pluto's dog's name was Pluto and threw in an obligatory, duh, only to be found incorrect when Professor Pluto's dog's name was revealed to be Maggie, with an I-E. Wow. That was very uh, thorough. Yep. I knew it would be rough <laughs> getting through all that. Also, <laughs> Professor Pluto later said he found the six-foot high fence jumping amusing. Oh. Well, I, I wish the beautiful and talented Kelly Kelly shared his amusement with our situation. Um, just to give you a brief update. Yeah, they got out again. We had some oh, storms no. roll through this week, and they got through. And I I was, like, very upset about the whole thing. I bruised my hand on, on Doofangle's backside. Uh, I, I know you're not supposed to hit your dogs, but I just got caught up in the moment. Was she Stormfangle at that point? Uh, 
No, it, she was not. She was she was being contrite, and it was Aww. probably not. It was not my finest moment. And also through, well, Giggle Pig ate another case of water in the garage, and and so I thought maybe she was still thirsty. So there's one that was like three quarters full that she had just bitten the top off, and so I chunked it as hard as I could at her and Aww. hit her in the side. So now she's afraid of me when I have stuff in my hands. So I I had to make it up to them all week, and we're back on good terms. So. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Back <laughs> so, on good terms with your dogs. Yes. yes. <laughs> but the cats are okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Johnny Five got deballed, and and oh. um, yeah, but he's making a full comeback at this point. So. All right, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and other feedback. New listener Gnarly Sodas said, "Mr. Kelly, you were too hard on Tommy, making fun of him for being a city slicker, and you know, giving him a education in cows. I think you went too far." Well. Gnarly sodas. I appreciate the feedback, and I appreciate you taking over the student achievement factory. However, you are wrong, and you just failed my class. Do we have any other feedback in? So that's how education works in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, but no, actually, seriously, we did have quite the flurry, not mm-hmm. to be confused with furry, oh, yeah. of community feedback this past weekend, which is great. Thank you mm-hmm. very much, everyone. We love hearing it, so give us more. Uh, but we have one in particular here, Carpe Adam. He asks, mm-hmm. who is the female on the pod? I don't think she ever introduced herself. Voice sounds familiar, though. Ah, well, Carpe Adam, I, I, I can handle that question. That is no other than Fufu Cuddly Poof. His voice it may be high and he may be cuddly, but I assure you he is quite manly, even though he is almost technically an albino. Yeah, still a good guy, though. Yeah, I mean, I, while it might be true that Fufu is the voice he was thinking of, I, I think... He means on our segment, not on the panel. Uh, oh. oh, right you are. Well, she is the 175th top-rated gamer in the state of New York of America in action horror games. She is Matriarch. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carpe Adam also had another comment. He said your pet's names are freaking awesome. Oh. And get this. He used the apostrophe in the correct space. He spelled it P-E-T-S apostrophe with the apostrophe Ooh. after the S. Oh, boy. No. Are we at the educational portion of the segment? You know it is. We can't get oh, through wow. a week without one. So remember, <laughs> friends, and this is important because we talk to you all on Discord. Mm. If the possessive noun is singular, always add an apostrophe plus an S. Oh, yeah. If the possessive noun does not end in S in its written form, always add an apostrophe plus S. Okay. If the possessive noun is plural and ends in S, and this is a characteristic feature of the largely of large majority of, of the large majority of polar nouns pardon me just add an apostrophe boy howdy grammar podcasts they're the best and so are you apparently uh crappie adam i'm more of a crappie guy than a carp guy but uh we we, we like you you uh, yeah. both respected the rules of grammar so as to not allow our society to descend into chaos and for knowing a good pet name when you hear one mm-hmm. spoiler alert Crappy Adam. My next dog is probably going to be named Buddy Rough Stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I may go with Bell Schnickel also. Those are amazing names. Just keep them coming. <laughs> Just let us know. Make sure to introduce right. them. Uh, in other uh, listener feedback, Amphamna states that I am freaking awesome. Well, I, I'm just going to have to second that motion. Oh, well, thanks, Amphamna. And I, I think I am too. Isret. Isret 02, I want to make sure that I, or 102, because I don't want to forget yeah, which number not, of Isret I'm up not, to. Yeah, it's not Isret 02. That guy's a jerk. 
Is it uh, is Rhett 102 now that guy? Yeah, he's a good he's guy. Right. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, he states that I need to be introduced as the 191,383rd ranked gamer on the sports hockey leaderboard, presumably once hockey starts back up. Hmm. Well, I never knew it ended, but Isret 102, loyal listener of Achievement Hunting 101. We may have to take you up on that, but you know, due to Matriarch's awesomeness that was established a few minutes ago, rivaled only by Tommy. He's freaking awesome. But we might want to limit it down to the New York State of America where she is, because then she'd probably be in about the top 175,000th. You know, that's a massive improvement over 191,383rd. You know, she's got to maintain her image, so... This is true. We'll take, yeah, we'll take that into consideration. You can't be friggin' awesome when you're less than 175,000 at something. <laughs> is right 102 also liked the inclusion of a certain game on one of our lists? Oh. Although all he remembered about the game was the protagonist's abusive father. Well, spoiler alert, I haven't made it that far in Barbie Puppy Rescue yet, but I. Oh, well, I'll thanks let you for know. liking my contrast pick <laughs> and not liking any of my co hosts. See, I am awesome. Facial Lafleur also chimed in about one of our lists regarding oh. the non-inclusion of Guitar Hero. Okay. He says Guitar Hero Live has some strangely distributed values, some of which are very insulting, such as 19 gamer score for 50 stars, 18 gamer score for finishing in the top five. I mean, 18 gamer score, and that's in 18 consecutive songs, which is ridiculous. 12 gamer score for unlocking a customization piece, two gamer score for changing a crowd's opinion from negative to positive in the last few seconds of a song, because that's a thing that people do. And the biggest slap in the face is 24 gamer score, 24 gamer score for playing online for 24 (laughs) hours, which is obnoxious. That is a one gamer score per hour uh, increase in your gamer score. And Waka would never include that in his segment ever <laughs> i don't know maybe the time changes in in speed and you know they, they i'd suggest it but uh that i'll give you that okay that does sound terrible but fortunately for me i just got finished playing a similar game it was called band hero oh. but you know much like the student achievement factor yeah i mean you featured that one uh matriarch we talked uh, about it a little yeah but much like the student achievement factory i didn't really have to do much but uh, I, I went ahead and explained your query to uh, my resident music genre individual. And uh, I, I, would, I didn't expect this, but he had a lot to say about it. So I'll, I'll just let him take it away. So what did you think about the uh, non-inclusion of Guitar Hero on that? Wow. So... That is fascinating. So when you did the the game with uh, Band Hero, you didn't run into any of that? (laughs) Okay. Well, wrapping up our community feedback, it seems that Mr. Wanda himself finally gave us a try and liked what he heard. So thanks, WNBA Kirkland, for taking time out of watching the playoffs to give us a few listens. And lastly, Johnny Come Lately, not to be confused with Johnny Five, who's now ballless, Kronos let me know that he had listened to our segments out of order. Yeah, I mean, he listened to level four after level five, and he hadn't quite made the connection as to why he was the laughingstock amongst his friends who had played Sesame Street Connect and how they all had the fun at the beach 
uh, achievement with the Elmo, and they were like, oh, you know, Kronos, what happened, man? You didn't get the El-. I mean, they were just riding them hard, and, and uh, apparently Exprovos didn't, you know, know why, where this was coming from. So we got to the bomb of it. He listened to level four, and so he pointed out to me that he doesn't have the poor man Sesame Street edition, but rather he got the deluxe version. Oh. So the achievement that I was mm-hmm. looking at, it was not the correct achievement. He had that achievement in the alternate version, kind of like a ACA stack. That's mm-hmm. how he explained it to me, and I understood exactly where he was coming from. You know, a Windows and the Xbox One. But anyway, he got the deluxe version with Elmo, Elmo signatures, like a pop-up book, some kid crap, and some other stuff. So long story short, he has the achievement. So everyone, just lay off of him. So please stop sending harassing messages to Kronos about how he doesn't have the achievement. That's Kronos, spelled X-P-R-O-V-O-S. On TA, on Xbox, just don't send him any messages about how he's no good at Sesame Street Connect. He doesn't, it's not true. He's an amazing person. Just don't send any more messages his way. Got it? So no messages to X-P-R-O-V-O-S on TA or Xbox. Just don't do it. All right, fair warning. I hope everyone got it. Um, (laughs) So uh, moving on to one other topic before we start diving into our list, or at least I think one other topic. You've had rats. (laughs) You've had wasps. Any new things plaguing you this week? Well, uh, I don't know if maybe that witch over in Sweden, Waka Key and Pill, he... I don't know if he's sending some bad juju my way, but I, I have had I've had my time this week. So it all started one night, and I was fixing to go to bed, and all of a sudden I'm looking at the wall, and I'm like, "What? What is all that on there?" And it was like all these big dark spots, and, and I'm like, are "Those flies?" And and so I had an infestation, a a hatch, if you will. Of, and I don't know what they're technically called, but we always call them, uh, well, I always heard it from my Uncle Gary, and they're called shithouse flies. And I don't know what, I, I don't know what their technical name is, but uh, I did a Google search, and there's nothing on, on it that matches shithouse flies. And uh, they're like regular house flies, but they're much bigger. Like, they're like twice as big, and they're slow as anything, but they were everywhere. We had them all over our house. Uh, cats were killing them. Uh, they were just all up in the windows. They, there was like, they were just everywhere. I had never seen so many flies in the house at, at once. And it's like, was well, there something dead in the house? Is, is our dog okay outside? Is there? Um, I mean, we don't know where these flies are coming from. So then, uh, I get to work one morning, and I'm getting ready for work. At, I mean, you know, for the day at the school, and Kelly calls me and says. Uh, ADT just called someone, uh, broke her glass or, you know, they had a glass breakage alert. And so I'm thinking, well, someone's breaking into our house. So I like bolt out of there. I only live about eight minutes from the school. So I get to my house and, and I found the culprit. It was no other than a cat burglar. It was, uh, Johnny five had or battle cat i don't know which one it was but apparently they were swatting at these flies and they got up on this makeshift thing and knocked a plant over it hit the ground busted and then the alarm went off so i've had my time with these flies they're gone now though it was only like for three days so they show up they create havoc in the household and then they're gone i don't know it sounds like a plague to me wow yeah yeah plaguing you quite literally (laughs) uh so 
with that story, plagues uh, <laughs> you know, killed people, and we're talking about dying this week. So oh, that was well done. We'll, we'll jump right in. So for those of you who choose who chose to scrub about 16 minutes forward, here is the meat <laughs> of the list. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started on our top five achievements related to death and dying. Now, if there is one achievement type that typically falls on the easier end of the spectrum to get achievements, it's ones for dying, right? Because many games do involve trying your hand repeatedly at a multitude of tasks and failing at them, right? So mm-hmm. it may come as a touch of surprise. That was actually a little difficult, at least for me. I won't speak for Elroy because I know he had great joy in writing this list this week. Uh, <laughs> but I had a little trouble finding good achievements because you don't want to do things like die the first time in Dark Souls 2. Okay, great. That's boring. And we try to keep this thing entertaining. So trying to find achievements that were clever or outlandish or at least a little memorable was part of the game. In researching for this week, I used True Achievements uh, and its search feature, which is very awesome, to search for achievements that had certain keywords in it, because I'm a librarian by trade and researching is what I do. Mm-hmm. So I tried the word death, and what that search yielded was that there are over 50 achievements that are titled Death From Above, mm. which is strangely almost three times as many as the number of achievements that are called Death From Below. Um, that is unacceptable. Yeah, I, I guess it's just much easier to have something kill you from above you than below you. That's oh, not true. No? I got some words for you. Moles. Go. Moles? Holes. Like holes. Oh. And moles. <laughs> I, I suppose so. And holes. And holes. And so, sandworms. <laughs> Bear uh, traps. Right? Lava flows. I mean, these are things we encounter every day, and they're from the ground up. But either way... People who, make achievement. <laughs> people who make achievement lists seem to be more focused on what's above them on what's below them. Spike pits. <laughs> the Prince of Persia back on <laughs> your old computer. Everything was below you. You didn't get killed by anything above you. But That's we're right. not talking about Prince of Persia because that game, the one I'm referring to, just not had no achievements, unlike mm. the remake many years later. Yeah, don't need it. <laughs> but once you get just a little ways past all those death from above achievements, just after the three death from afar achievements... There's Wait, an from achievement. Afar? Yeah, there are three achievements called Death from Afar. Which Where's the where was the fire at? Uh how? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. I'll let you know. <laughs> um But anyways, just beyond those three achievements, there was an achievement called Death from All of the Above. As if you were, you know, picking from a list. Uh, and this yep. achievement is the one that I picked for honorable mention for this week. So if any of you are familiar with N+, you know that dying is just a part of that experience. Have you played N+, I've dabbled with C+. Okay, that's good to know. Do you teach that (laughs) still in Tennessee schools, or have they moved on? (laughs) Uh, We're more on to Java. We're in the 21st century now. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Not Python yet, but we're still still dealing with Java. (laughs) All right, but not C or BASIC or anything like that, right? No, no, we haven't haven't retrogressed that far yet. All right, cool. So if you've played N+, once again, dying is a big part of the game. It's it's a platformer, puzzly, not puzzly, but like it's a Super Meat Boy type game. You're, you're meant to die a lot. And there actually was an achievement in the first N plus for dying a thousand times. Hmm. And plus plus, which came out on the Xbox one recently, well, you know, recently ish, uh, hmm. it doubled, tripled and further multiplied down on achievements for meeting your demise. In addition hmm. to achievements that you get in N plus plus for your 100th, 1,000th and 5,000th deaths, the following achievements um, 
also reward you for dying in more specific ways. The first achievement, die during the solo introduction. Look, it's going to happen. So the achievement is given the not all at all, at all ego shattering name of you suck, but that's okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Because let's face it, you and several ten, tens of thousands of ninja are not getting out of this alive and it's okay because you suck hmm. and that is really okay. Then there's another <laughs> for dying from hitting your head on the ceiling called using your head. Momentum can and will kill you frequently. The rest in peace de resistance is, however, the aforementioned death from all of the above achievement. The reality is that you will probably get this one naturally, but let's look at a couple of the deaths you need to encounter. Hitting your head on the ceiling. Cool. We already got an achievement for that. Death by machine gun, death by mines, and the opposite of dying by hitting a ceiling, dying because gravity is a thing and going splat on the floor. All in all, according to the solution for death from all of the above that was written by Radical Sniper 99 on True Achievements, there are 20 unique ways to die. And don't <laughs> worry, you will find them all naturally because just remember, you suck. But that's okay. <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I like it. Number five. Number five comes to us courtesy of Bull Boy. That's B-U-L-B. Bull Boy. All Faces of Death is the name of the achievement. So let me tell you about Bull Boy. He is a fragile young lad whose mischievous ways almost always end with the sound of cracked glass. And then the red screen informing you of your failure. You see, Bull Boy is made of glass. Hence, you know, but Bull Boy. Yeah. So... He needs to be a little more careful, but alas, Bull Boy is also a brave young lad who refuses to back down from anyone, and the wild adventures that unfold before him ultimately put him in harm's way. A lot of harm's way. And that is why he's number five on our list of top five best death achievements. Did I hear doubt? Did I hear doubt in your voice? Mine? Mine? Yeah, do you not know what Bull Boy has been through? I, I, no, I, well, I, I guess not. <laughs> well, well, for starters, he takes part in the second best crap scene in video game history. Now, do you know of the best crap scene in video game history? It certainly begged the question. No, I don't, so please enlighten me. I am the great mighty Oh, Pooh. yes, of course. <laughs> Conquer 64. Yes. What? And I, I guess also in the Conquer game in Rare Replay, but I didn't get that far in the Rare Replay version. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was, it <laughs> was just great. as magical the second time around. Could you sing a little more a... of it? Because I hear we have some folks who love singing that listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to throw his uh, shithouse flies at you, I think is what he says. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... Yeah, we won't hold that against it. It's only the second best. But anyhow, Bull Boy doesn't face the King of Pooh, but he does have a face-to-face -face with a very flexible turd that is wearing a creepy theater mask type thing okay. as it cascades out of the toilet. It looks like one of those um, like snakes in a can. You know, like you open up the can, the snake jumps out, and so mm -hmm. it's like this giant turd coming out of the toilet with a mask on, and it roars at you. Right, and you search for a way to flush it back down from whence it came. But if you're unable to mash the A button a satisfactory number of times, I know it's a lot of skill there. Mm -hmm. uh, so if, if if it starts to roar at you and you don't hit A fast enough, the towering toilet menace 
roaring in your direction will ultimately pop you and thus you be dead now normally this would be a bummer right i mean you just got killed by poo but and you have to restart <laughs> but it's not so much in this case so for starters you get to watch the cutscene again which is a mountain of feces emerging from the once innocent toilet bowl you were going all the on the offensive on but uh you know just know that you've satisfied one of over 20 different ways that you can die in this game yeah, 20 in the last game too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be something about you know, 20 different death sequences. But all of these ways that you die are needed for the all faces of death achievement. Worth 100 points. So, yeah, you got to oh, get that nice. one. Yeah. So, thus, Bulbware, that's who made Bulb Boy, was very proud of all the death sequences they programmed into the game and made sure that Chivo Hunters at least got to watch them all. So, amongst the other ways to die, would you like to hear this list? Yeah. All Let right. me know. Yeah, All right, so Bull Boy must meet his glass-blowing maker by being popped by a mysterious arm that just is never explained. It's just a mysterious arm. Okay. Um, there's a headless chicken that you hmm. must ultimately cook and then eat, <laughs> but the thing's about 20, si- 20 times bigger than you. So uh, a little side note, eating a giant headless chicken that is 20 size times your size is pretty rough on the colon, but... Uh, <laughs> It's not as much as not as rough as eating too much red meat, which can lead to inflammatory bowel disease. But mm-hmm. the sheer volume of meat consumption of eating a, a uh, chicken that's twenty times your size, um, it uh, yeah led to a very strenuous passing of said meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, spoiler alert: this incident leads to the showdown with a giant face poop. <laughs> well, yeah, the wow. poop is yeah. I mean, the poop is giant compared to the toilet and its other surroundings. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a giant face on the poop. It's just a giant, I don't know, I, I'm not sure how you you would say that. Giant face poop, it's, it leads you to believe that the face is giant, not the size of the, but right. I, I digress. But yes. Oh, okay. But, uh, Grammar anyway. pal. Yes. So, pro tip, you get <laughs> one of the death sequences by not using the toilet, in which case oh. you burst. And then a giant poop emoji without the cute little smile on it emerges from your body and it just starts quivering uncontrollably. Hmm. So, have I not talked to you into playing this yet? I mean, I'm downloading it now. (laughs) Well, yeah, other than the death sequences that I've already listed, some other ones include underwater sewer worms. Mm -hmm. There's also a mysterious sewer tentacle monster. There's uh, some strawberry vomit that will kill you. And, of course, there's a snot bunny that will kill you. Hmm. Yeah. The final boss in itself is an adventure. And the final boss itself features ten different ways that it can kill you all by itself. So, death by death, Bulb's precious enlarged head popping over and over until ultimately you get the pop yourself. Was it worth it? At what cost? A hundred points, you say? I would pop a whole six-pack of Bulb Boys and not the A-style incandescent light bulbs that, you know, aren't <laughs> used any, anymore. But, uh, yeah. Did you know it's all about the halogen incandescent and the compact fluorescence? Or my personal favorite, the LED. So, here's to you, Bull Boy, and your fantastic bodily fluids and waste-related deaths. You are number five, although it might have been more appropriately to put you at number two. I'm going to need a minute to recover from that one. <laughs> okay so we had a theme in honorable mention in five that we picked achievements that were largely about different types of death 
Uh, and, and we actually don't really pre-screen each other's choices. So my <laughs> remaining two choices actually are for more specific achievements that deal with death. Is yours about the same, or did you go with the more... Um, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. All right, well, we're going to figure it out when we get there. I'm just all over the board. Uh, that's, yeah. that's why we love you, Elroy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number four. I love that guy. <laughs> Like I mentioned before, I actually had a really hard time figuring out achievements for this list because it's hard to find achievements that are good and fun and interesting to talk mm -hmm. about. So the first time I went through and I typed in the word death and I tried typing dying and kill and I really wasn't getting anywhere. So eventually I just resorted to looking down my game's play playlist, hoping desperately that mm -hmm. something would eventually jump out at me so that you, our listeners, would not be deprived of Elroy's stories and my awful monologues that make our segment go on so long. <laughs> So finally, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a timestamp. I don't think we want to do that to ourselves. <laughs> but on page 16 or so of my games collection on True Achievements, I found it. Ooh. A game that should have come to me the second we decided on this list. What, what did you find, yeah? Well, the game that I found was none other than Dragon's Lair. Now, chances are, if you stake any claim to being a gamer, you've played Dragon's Lair. It has been released on everything from the Atari Jaguar to the ZX Spectrum, everything in between. So you've had access to this game at the very least on some console that you've owned and including online. Now, you've played Dragon's Lair, I hope. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I grew up a child of the, uh, the arcades back in the glory days. And boy, that was crazy. I believe it was the first game ever on a Laserdisc. If it, am I right on that? That's so. my understanding, too, uh, which is why it has such beautiful animation, mm -hmm. which sort of became the problem when it eventually made its way onto the Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> because, you know, on one hand, it's good old traditional Dragon's Lair, but on the other hand, mm -hmm. it was good old traditional Dragon's Lair. <laughs> but the Xbox Live Arcade version brought with it two unique enhancements. First, Connect integration, oh. and of course, achievements! You. Yay, achievements! Yeah. Dragon's Lair is... Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, connect. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dragon's Lair is known for being the first game on the Laserdisc for its animation. It came out in 1983, so it looked especially beautiful when you consider the other games that were in arcades in 1983. Sure. But the one that plays best into our list this week is The Many Deaths of Dirk the Daring, the hardy adventurer mm -hmm. who is at the center of the game's quest. All of the gameplay in the game comes down to five inputs. Up, down, left, right, and some kind of input button, usually mm -hmm. for swinging a sword. Or if you're playing on the Kinect, moving left or right, jumping or ducking, and making a swinging motion. Because I'm sure that's 100% accurate. Oh, you know it. The Kinect <laughs> always nailed that integration. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I, I honestly, I admittedly have never tried the Kinect version of the game. I did watch mm -hmm. some preview videos before it was released, and it looked about as you would expect. Yep. There are two mm. achievements on this list that are specifically for specific deaths. Mm. One of them is Eat Me mm. for losing your last life in the Drink Me scene, which <laughs> sounds a little counterintuitive. What you're supposed to do in the scene is go, <laughs> right. But if it is your very last life, because you do need to earn this achievement on your last life, and you, for example, go left, the scene will change slightly, and for dying, you will see a sign that says, Eat Me and a loaf of bread, and be one achievement richer. Mm. Bleep bloop. Awesome. Yeah. The other achievement in the game for dying is choked out for dying via asphyxiation during the bedroom scene. 
This can get all sorts of suggestive, and we're not going to do that here. <laughs> the way you trigger this one is for playing in the game's hard mode, and it's earned for going left or right and witnessing that particular death animation. So once again, game was known for dying. Dirk died in all sorts of ways, and you need mm -hmm. to see the death where he asphyxiates. Thankfully, Connect used to earn this achievement is not quite literal, so you, the player, should be able to make it through your bedroom without choking on your way to that glorious 20 gamer score. <laughs> well done. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I actually had it on my iPhone most recently, and it was a fun little oh. playthrough on the iPhone, even though they still want to charge, like, 1980s yeah, prices for it. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, come on, guys. Let's go. Anyhow, number three. So, uh, you know, I know I make a lot of jokes here, but uh, it's time to get vulnerable. Oh. Yeah. So, number three is from Emily Wants to Play. Such a happy girl is the name of the achievement. So, let me be straight with you. Mm -hmm. When I first played this game, I didn't do any research whatsoever. I was in the fledgling stages of of my uh, achievement hunting days, and I uh, hadn't quite really figured out TA yet. Not mm -hmm. that I have now, but I was really <laughs> bad back then. But it just came out, or maybe it didn't. I don't know. I had never heard of it, and I bought it on sale because it was uh, since the completion was listed at under 10 hours, and, and then it just sat in my library for a while with this hideous-looking picture on it. And so finally I was just looking for something to play one day, and so... I read the achievements. I saw the high point values, and mm -hmm. there was, yeah, I, I knew that there were some guides for it, but that's really all I knew. I just knew that uh, there was like the written guide on TA, and and I, I mean, I just thought, well, okay, I can make some quick points on this. So, coupled with this, I have never played any horror games. Like, I've never played Friday Night Freddy's or. Anything Five of the sort. We, we don't yes. want to alienate the kids any more than we already did when we didn't understand dating apps. Got to get the name <laughs> of the game right. Yes, Friday, Friday Night Freddy. Five or, Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> oh, Five <laughs> Nights, okay. All right, yeah, okay. Let me uh, jot that down. Uh, I'll have for future reference. If we, <laughs> yeah, for if it comes up again. I will never play. Okay, so <laughs> basically I went into this game like a lamb to the slaughter. Like, literally, I... I have blocked a lot of this experience out of my mind in an act of self-preservation, but here's what I do remember. So I started the game up. Ridiculous plot. You're a pizza guy. The door closes behind you. That's the backstory. So I muscled through the collectible section uh, pretty quickly using the guide, and, and uh, it can be done in the first hour of gameplay before Emily and her ragtag group of, you know, Friday night freddy group and uh before they show up and and uh wreck havoc so i get done fast enough and there was still time left on the clock before the game officially kicked off so i just hit pause and went on a no search on ta for any other achievements that i might be able to obtain while i waited so enter the achievement such a happy girl it's uh, you know, pretty much obtainable from the start. Uh, I just happened to run into it kind of near the end of uh, the first hour in the game. So here's what the guide on TA says. This is all I went by. This mm -hmm. is provided by Bill something. Got to give him some credit. <laughs> so this is what it reads. For this achievement, you need to go through the kitchen, into the garage, and jump down into the hole in the corner of the room. 
You can only get this if you didn't open the secret passage to the basement in the parents' bedroom. You might want to do this first. Okay. Okay. So there, there's the kitchen over there. Check. So I, I guess this is the garage. It's a little dark. You know, I cannot really see what's going on too much. All right, got it. It looks, you know, pretty dark, but I think that's a hole over there. So I'll walk over to it, and I jump on into the hole. Mm-hmm. So what happened next, I will never forget. So <laughs> this little freaking doll comes, like, running over to me, and suddenly my TV is, like, blaring at me, and my controller is shaking <laughs> out of my hand, and and I, I've never had that experience with my Xbox before, and I did not like it. So... I just sat there in silence, like uh, like this fear had swept over me. Oh no! And I like I was completely unprepared for what had just transpired in front of me. I, I had no idea that that was the type of the game that I was playing, and I I just sat there in silence, and and then finally I regained feeling, and then I just got super pissed. I I just <laughs> I couldn't believe that I had just walked right into that, and so I immediately stopped playing the game, and. I have never played it again to this day. Wow. And, but if you'll notice, I still have like all but one achievement on the game. And that's because I assigned it to the student achievement factory. Okay. And, and they, I kept hearing screams in the back room. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I got my money's worth out of it from hearing that. And, but I even had a better experience with it since. So I had this, we have this virtual reality, virtual reality experience at uh, in memphis we just got it so some dude set up some virtual reality machines and i went with uh two of my students uh we were just kind of catching up they had graduated and so i uh i went with them and we, we i saw that emily was on the list of games that you could play so the only thing that i enjoyed more uh about putting this game on my list was that <laughs> one of my students had no idea what this game was either so oh, i no. direct them to wearing a, a vr headset i directed them like oh you know what you got to do you got to go through the kitchen you got to go into the garage <laughs> and see that little hole down there why don't you just go jump in that and of course i was very convincing and the student did so and had a very similar experience and I feel like I just passed it on and <laughs> I got my, you know, redemption. So, Emily, add this accomplishment of being number three on our list to the best death achievements for basically owning me. And I'm sure that will make you such a happy girl. You really are a horrible person. You <laughs> <laughs> Poor students. Yes. <laughs> Got to be careful when you're in, in your classroom. Oh, yes. <clears throat> but you mentioned redemption before. Mm-hmm. Speaking of redemption, uh, there was a particular game that was set in the Old West that's getting a sequel very soon called Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I thought it was Western Press. Oh, I, I you know what? It's I, I enjoy <laughs> doing this with you because you play so many games I've never touched. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm always learning something every week. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know Western Press because people are looking to boost it, but uh, I really know nothing about it. But no, not Western Press. Red Dead Redemption. Oh. And one of the things Red Dead Redemption did very well was it expertly brought us back to the era of the Old West, the Wild West. And it brought along a lot of the unease that came along with living during it. There are several achievements around dying because, well, that happened a lot in those days. Though I guess no less than it happens now. Dysentery. Right. Um, But the methods were often a lot less sanitary and far more grisly. 
Now, John Marston, who's the main character, may be a man tempered by the Wild West, but you, you as a gamer, are not. Mm. As such, there are a pair of achievements in the game that might test your moral turpitude. No, no, not the one for killing every animal. That's easy. <laughs> That's just what you did at the time. You see a snake, mm. you shoot it. You see a hawk, what do you think you do? Um... You shoot it, Elroy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, You yeah. shoot it. You see a cactus, <laughs> you shoot it too, because it's a target, right? You just shoot things. Now, the issue for the first achievement, though, is when it's related to the decimation of an entire species of animal from a part of the United States. Hmm. And before I get into the achievement I really want to highlight, I do have to give a nod to Manifest Destiny, which <laughs> is earned for killing the last buffalo in the Great Plains. But, you know, I can get over it. After all, there is history there. It's sad, awful history, and you're an awful human being if you choose to relive it. But if you want to claim the mantle for blasting those buffalo, have at you. Can't stop you. No, the achievement I really want to highlight for this list is dastardly. And it would help if every time I said dastardly, you imagine a man with a top hat and a long handlebar mustache, just oh, as you see in the achievement tile, who occasionally twirls said mustache and goes, nyahaha, as he does <laughs> dastardly things. So if you could provide me with a nyahaha when I say uh, dastardly. Oh, gotcha. All right. So here's how you get dastardly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> and why it places at number two on our list. First, you have to get far enough into the game to get a lasso. This is pretty innocuous, right? It's the Wild West. People mm -hmm. use lassos. They have to get their horses back and all that stuff. Oh, absolutely. But then you have to find a lady, specifically Ooh. a lady, mm. and lasso and hogtie her. Now, <laughs> this act is dastardly <laughs> enough. But no, this is the Wild West, so it doesn't end there. With this lady bundled up, you need to take mm. her and put her on the back of your horse, find some train tracks, oh. and then you need to place her on those tracks and just wait. <laughs> and well, once the train comes, dastardly, <laughs> unlocked. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a real achievement. I love it. <laughs> I don't have it actually. I like I don't have the uh, ability to to do this. It's just a game, but uh, that's pretty well, awful. <laughs> well, I, I have it because I've never had any problems picking up women. So <laughs> and putting them down on the train tracks. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one. Number one comes to us courtesy of Eight Bit Adventures for every freaking achievement in the game. <laughs> it's it's a I don't know twenty way tie I think or something yeah it's a, yeah whatever it is like yeah so eight bit adventures anthology it's all about those best death achievements the game is a uh, trio of suicidal individuals traversing different eight bit locations and doing everything wrong in your eight bit powers in order to be killed by the eight bit environment and the eight bit characters within now if you do everything correctly. You have done everything wrong. So where else can you get 1,000 gamer score for <laughs> falling to your death, being sucked out into space, eaten by a spider, or being burned to death by a dragon? Like fire? You know, maybe you want some death from afar? <laughs> well, you can also catch yourself on fire. And you can also forego leaving a burning vehicle and burn alive inside. Burning alive, not how you like to die in cars? Well, how about you just blow up yes 8-bit adventures has you covered with a chivo for that too does that still not get you going in N no i need more all right do you like prostitutes 
Um, well, awkward transition there. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, how about being murdered by one? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Eight Bit Adventures. If you, you know, like variety, you can also be killed by a prostitute wearing red. Oh, Prost- yeah. Prostitute's not your thing. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. You can also be murdered by a mugger. <laughs> Will you want the mugger instead of being the mugged? Well, no problem. Try rubbing a gun, a gun store. You know, that's always a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yep, you guessed it. You die for that, too. Do you like the supernatural? Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, you can carry a gem for too long that will possess you and end your life. Aww. Mm. It may be around this time that you're looking for a friendly face, you know, all this death. Oh, wait, look, it's your sister. Wait a minute here. Something is off here. Oh, that was an evil spirit (laughs) inhabiting your sister? No wonder she looked different. It consumes you. Dead. (laughs) Sharing is caring, they say. But anyhow, want to forget all the bad things that have happened to you? Well, the good news is you can also die from amnesia. You may not remember who you are, but you sure can remember how to kill yourself. Who is that girl standing over there? Oh, it's not a girl. It's a warlock. He'll kill you. What about her? Oh, you mean the werewolf girl? Side note, not a prostitute. I think. <laughs> Still, we'll kill you, though. Uh, you know, they say that six tablespoons of water can kill you. Um, are you familiar with water intoxication? Uh, yeah, actually, there was that one story about a... I don't, uh, another tangent, but there was a, a radio station that held a... Hold your... W- we yeah, to win a don't, wee Yeah, don't contest. we for we. Yeah, and uh, she died from oh, yeah. water intoxication. Water. Yep. So apparently uh, that is one-fifth of a gallon per hour. So okay. that's more than your kidneys can process. So, yeah, you might lay off the uh, water a little bit. I think Giggle Pig drank that much. Yeah, <laughs> she destroyed a whole crate of water. But anyhow, you don't need to set your sights so low as to just six tablespoons. I mean, even though they say technically that gets in your lung and can kill you mm-hmm. because 8-Bit Anthology they give you a whole bathroom for you to drown, to drown in and lastly where do you suppose all that water ended up going well the sewer of course what's that is that a turd with a face mask on with broken glass all over it nope guess what it's a sewer gator is it friendly no it's a freaking sewer gator <laughs> you're dead so that's it yep you don't have to beat any of the games. Just do all the things I mentioned, and you'll get 50 points each with a couple of hundred pointers sprinkled in there. Now, Em, any guesses of which ones are worth more? I, I don't. I've completed the game. I don't remember, though, so why don't you let us all know? Well, I don't remember either. Okay, so it's for these 8-bit reasons and the sheer 8-bit joy of killing your 8-bit self that the 8-bit anthology and its 18 8-bit death achievements are number one on our list for best death achievements. That was fantastic. That was well done. Good job. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, this wraps up another 
episode, I suppose, of the very sequential segment. As always, you can reach out to Elroy or myself, Elroy OMJ at just about everything, Matriarch at just about everything. Thank you so much for everyone who has provided feedback. And we love that you gave us some suggestions for future top fives. We're definitely going to be working on those and thinking of those for future weeks. Please keep them coming. And um, yeah, I think I'm done rambling. We've gone long enough. Yep. So thanks again for listening. Watch out from death from below and above. And uh, I guess it's time to say see you later, Sewer Alligator. Let the countdown for our next list begin now. You then take the minced mousse and add taco spices to it. Hmm? Oh, hello and welcome to Wakapale's most controversial quickie of the week yet, Fallout 3 PC. This kind of okay sequel to the excellent post-apocalyptic RPGs Fallout and Fallout 2 is infamous among achievement hunters for allowing you to get a full completion worth 1550 gamer score in as long as it ta- will take you to type Add Achievement 1, Add Achievement 2, Add Achievement 3, and so forth until you have all of the game's 72 achievements. You can also use the up key after typing a command to see the previous command and just change the number. You also only needed base game to unlock the DLC achievements as well. This method is still frowned upon by some, mostly by the players that actually took the 100-ish hours of playtime to wander the wasteland and actually earn the achievements in the way they were intended. Using the admin console, this can be done in a matter of minutes without leaving the main menu. Once you have the game up and running, that is, which will likely take you longer than actually unlocking the achievements. Fallout 3 was released in 2008 as a Games for Windows Live title, a service that never was good and has been kind of in limbo for years. The Games for Windows Live store was closed in 2013 and finding a disc copy is getting more difficult by the day, and I believe the game can only be installed five times with the serial key provided in the box. The most accessible version of Fallout 3 is probably the one on Steam, and it stripped the game's Windows Live functionality years ago. But I recently learned that you can reactivate it. Yay! The problem is that it does not come with a serial key to get the game's Windows Live functionality, or the game's Windows Live service itself. The good news is that the serial keys for games for Windows Live is interchangeable with other games and should be reusable up to five times. If you own another games for Windows Live game or know someone who does, you can hopefully use that key to activate games for Windows Live for your Steam copy of Fallout 3. The user on TA has made an excellent guide called Fallout 3 PC Troubleshooting Guide in the True Achievement forums, telling you how to get the Steam version up and running on modern PCs with Games for Windows Live enabled. I was asked to tell you to not harass our for FNCD keys. The guide will tell you all the steps you need to do to get the game up and running with Games for Windows Live functionality, but some of the links are no longer working, meaning you have to track down some Games for Windows Live components yourself. Staff member Rocker Dude valiantly followed the guide and got everything up and running and is now 1550 gamer score richer. 
I now very likely hold the record for most mention of Games for Windows Live in a podcast from 2018. But just in case, Games for Windows Live, Games for Windows Live, Games for Windows Live, Games for Windows Live, Games for Windows Live. <laughs>